Good evening, everybody. Brian Newbert here from GoldenBlack.com, live walking the streets in the middle of the night of downtown Portland, following Purdue's 84-66 win over uh, Gonzaga here at the Phil Knight Legacy. Uh, I wanted to do this podcast on the train ride back to my hotel, but there was too much screeching, so I figured I'd do it walking through downtown, back from my train. I'm not the only person walking around downtown Portland in the middle of the night talking to himself, so this all works out. I don't stand out at all. Um, this is your Golden Black Radio Express post-game podcast. It is brought to you by our friends at Purdue Federal Credit Union, um, the Sand Valley Golf Resort, AcrePro.com, TNW Design and Build, the Whitaker Inn, and the East and Grill and Ripple and Company. So I realized I owe you a podcast from the West Virginia game also. Never did it, forgot, didn't bother, whatever it might have been. The details don't matter. So I'll kind of combine the two games into this first podcast so the one thing about you know Purdue's 2-0 start here at the Phil Knight Legacy is that Purdue has really shown it belongs I mean they have they look extremely advanced for their age and their experience together and they have shown a really uncanny sort of winning instinct making the right shot at the right time playing with a lot of poise making all the right decisions playing really substantive basketball and I think that's a huge deal for this team. They look so much further ahead of where one would think a team with this collective lack of experience and lack of experience together would be. Uh, just an, really a best case scenario start for Purdue here and uh, it puts them in position here to maybe win this thing Sunday against Duke uh, who is not unbeatable who's also very young and uh, very inexperienced, very talented, but also very inexperienced and all that stuff. So um, we'll kind of see what happens. But you can't really ask much more of Purdue than what they have done so far. I think the two freshman guards have really kind of driven this. I don't want to necessarily say that when Ethan Morton's been really good and Zach Eady obviously is Zach Eady and Mason Gillis has made huge plays and Caleb First has been a revelation uh, here with his effort and his productivity. And a lot of the stuff that the box score doesn't even show. But I don't think Purdue's start here to this season would have been possible if the two freshman guards weren't as ready and weren't as unflappable as they have been. Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer, obviously. Braden Smith has this knack for really taking command and winning time. Uh, I think he showed that against Marquette. I think he showed that against West Virginia when he he had the biggest stretch of the game with the the three-pointer he made after West Virginia got within four. And then he, he makes that ridiculous hustle play to knock the ball to the other end of the floor and making West Virginia eat a shot clock violation. Enormous stretch for, for Braden Smith, one that completely changed that game when it was sort of trending toward West Virginia a little bit. I, I don't know if West Virginia was good enough to really take advantage, but he, Braden Smith made certain we never found out by really making that game-changing stretch. And then obviously here, against Gonzaga when Gonzaga needed to be making a run. One thing that needs to be pointed out here first off, uh, and I'm at my hotel, I'm sitting outside in the in the uh, the uh, valet parking section. Um, one thing that needs to be pointed out here, I think, is that Purdue didn't just beat Gonzaga, Purdue handled Gonzaga. This was a double-digit game for most of the second half Purdue had the lead for the back half of the first half after an atrocious start to the game. 
bouncing back from adversity to start the game. You know, Purdue really takes command of this thing, but they won this game handily. And I think that is, you know, really something. And I think that, uh, um, I think part of the impressive part of this win for Purdue too is that uh, people are staring at me and I am losing my train of thought here. Uh, I think what was impressive about this game, and I was talking about Braden Smith, so that's what got me off on this tangent in the first place, was that Purdue's up double digits in the second half. And a lot of teams, especially young teams, are just sitting on the ball and they're just watching that clock, waiting for it to run out and just kind of take your win and go home. And Purdue wasn't doing that. Braden Smith was attacking. He was attacking Gonzaga and he was making plays. He was getting Purdue dunks. He was pushing the lead out as opposed to just kind of milking it. Young teams don't do this stuff. When you look at the way the 2017 played, you remember they had some leads that got away from them because they were kind of they were kind of letting the game play them more than they were playing the game. And Braden Smith was doing the exact opposite here tonight. He was he was making plays, man, and he was getting Caleb first dunks and Zach Eady dunks, and he was just absolutely demoralizing, you know, one of the better teams in college basketball. And it's kind of that winning instinct I'm talking about, not just making the right play at the right time, but also playing really hard uh, all across the board, making the right decisions, making the right plays. Purdue's just got a ton of substance about them. And, uh, you know, I do think there's still going to be some ups and downs here this season. That's just kind of the nature of college basketball. But I think Purdue has some things from a foundational perspective here that really, really lend themselves to success in terms of basketball IQ, in terms of effort, in terms of just kind of a killer instinct, whatever it might be, an ability to rise to a moment, whatever you want to, however you want to categorize it, Purdue thus far, if it's an intangible, Purdue seems to have it. And they're playing much better defense than I think any of us could have reasonably expected them to play this early on in their collective development. And uh, they were really good defensively tonight, did a really good job carrying out a really good game plan against Drew Timmy and, and whatnot. And uh, just can't say, say a whole lot more about the way Purdue has played these first two games. You know, they played West Virginia in game one, they played Gonzaga in game two, and Purdue really controlled both of those games from start to finish. Now, I can't say that about Gonzaga because Purdue did not start the game well. They were down 12 to four, five minutes into the game, uh, doing nothing but shooting threes, missing threes. But for, of the 80 minutes of basketball they've played here, Purdue's probably controlled 70 of them. And this is a big time event. And obviously Gonzaga comes in as the number one offense in college basketball, albeit through only five games. They come in ranked number six in the in, in the polls, all of that stuff. It's too early for a lot of that stuff to matter, but it's still a big deal. And it's not like anybody's sitting here saying, saying Gonzaga's not something to be reckoned with this year because they always are. You know, there are good teams and then there are good programs and great programs. And obviously Gonzaga is never really going to be bad. And when you look at the way they've played so far, who they've played, really matters where they've played really matters they've played on an aircraft carrier they've played a true road game um and they've really tested themselves they've played kentucky they've played texas they've played michigan state and this was a team that is not you know in typical november form because they've, they've had experiences already that a lot of teams haven't and for purdue to not only match that but exceed it by a wide margin you know i think speaks volumes to where purdue is right now and basically its starting point here in its development as a team. This is really just the beginning for Purdue uh, because this, this whole team is, uh, you know, 
so so new to one another this is really the ground floor and you know so far this has been a really good ground floor for Purdue so you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go into my hotel now so that's what I got I will talk to you guys again on Sunday after Purdue plays Duke in the Phil Knight Legacy Championship game who would have thunk it uh, so this has been your Golden Black Radio Express post game podcast brought to you by Purdue Federal Credit Union the Sand Valley Golf Resort T&W Design and Build, AcrePro.com, The Whitaker Inn, and East End Grill and Rippling Company. So thank you to all of them for their support. We appreciate it, and I'm going to get out of the Portland night now before one of these rats comes along and carries me off. So thanks, everybody.